It's playoff time. Big stakes, bigger promotions, every day of basketball's playoffs. DraftKings will have $20,000 in total prizes up for grabs. The best part, it's free. You get your shot at these daily cash prizes for free. Uh, DraftKings will be offering two free two-play pools every day of the NBA playoffs, offering players a free shot at $20,000 in total prizes. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to make sure to get your free shot at $20,000 and total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. And as always, enjoy the show. To another tasty episode of Wada Hockey, proudly brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network and supported by DraftKings. Um, every week, I'm going to tell you: make sure to get over to that DraftKings app and use promo code THPN to get in on all the action. Uh, because I'm pretty sure that most of the people that are listening at this point have failed at all of their fantasy excursions. So you might as well just keep winning money elsewhere. Uh, guys, we're back once again. Got a fantastic guest coming up. Got a unique guest. Got a little different take on things here. Uh, I'm just going to kick it over to, to Jason. The lettuce is absolutely flowing per use. Uh, how are you, Jason? How was your weekend? Oh, dude, the weekend was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah just got more. to, uh, you know, got to actually take care of my yard a little bit. I know super old, but, uh, it's super nerdy, but yeah, actually got to take care of my yard and keep it up. Uh, so yeah, man, pretty fun little weekend. Got a Went nice to the Home weekend. Depot. Bed, Bath, and Beyond. Bed, I don't Bath, know. Beyond. I don't know. I don't, know. Enough I don't time. Know enough time. <laughs> uh, Patrick, how uh, how are things going on your end? No complaints here, man. We uh, we went to a Ranger ga- Rangers game on Saturday. They lost, which is a big shocker. This right. is not a baseball like, podcast, so we're not into that. Like that. <laughs> yeah, it's dark times. Which it's been dark times for you know like the last five years. So nothing new. Um, but we also went to the taste of Addison, saw our first live concert since like, I don't know, probably January or December of 2019. Got to see red jumpsuit apparatus. That's a throwback for you. Wow. They're still, it was actually really good. Third eye blind was also supposed to play after them at like 1030 and then it just shit rain. It was a, a nightmare. That's a people were, to people were running all over the place and ponchos being thrown on and umbrellas. Accomplished really nothing, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Solid weekend. 
Awesome. Well, uh, I was uh, very fortunate to get to check out the last couple of uh, Allen Americans regular season home games and came out victorious on a six game uh, winning streak going into the playoffs, which are happening actually right now. Uh, Patrick, you were talking about getting rained on. It's just it's a it's a shame you didn't have a hoodie. Uh, and you know who does have hoodies? That's uh, Texas Hockey Apparel. I'm repping the uh, the gray with the black and green, the Dallas Stars, unofficial Dallas Stars colors. Uh, make sure to head over to their website, texashockeyapparel.com. Uh, say what's up to Garrett. Grab yourself a, uh, I don't think he has ponchos yet, but maybe get some ponchos uh, here in the future, Garrett. Uh, grab you some hoodies. Grab you some flags. Help out Texas Hockey Apparel where you can. Uh, speaking of, Drive for Five with the Allen Americans starts tonight. We're reporting on Tuesday. You will hear this on Thursday. So both home games will be completed of round one of the playoffs against the Utah Grizzlies. Uh, one of us will for sure be out at the games tomorrow uh, on Wednesday, which I don't know why I'm talking because now it's past tense. Moving on, Wichita Warriors named the organization <laughs> of the year in the South Division in the NAHL. Uh, and Team USA wins the bronze at the World Championships. Uh, which means that Team USA is officially headed to the golf course. And Patrick, where can we play golf all the time, rain or shine? You can play golf anytime, rain or shine, with the Range Golf. They posted a pretty sweet video earlier today on, I may be saying this wrong, Murrayfield Village. That sounds very exotic. That sounds right. Yeah, they had a nice um, 3D flyby of holes 4 and 18. And it looks very intimidating and very realistic. And it looks realistic because they use TrackMan technology. They set up in your backyard, in your apartment, probably not your apartment, but your house. And you can play at all hours of the day. You can see how fast you hit the ball. You can see spin rate. You can see Smash Factor. There's our weekly weekly plug on Smash Factor. Smash Factor. And yeah, you can... Play with your buddies. They got clubs. They got the nice tailor-made Sim Maxes, not the Taylor Swift Selena Ray, if you're listening. <laughs> so check nice them out. That is a nice callback. Check them out at the range underscore golf on Instagram for some sweet golf content. Uh, TheRangeGolf.com for rates, booking, availability, FAQs. You want to see what courses they got. All that's available. The Range Golf. We bring the course to you. Nice. That was beautiful. What an ad read. That was absolutely stunning. Thank you. Well, let's jump right into our guest. Uh, If you saw this on Twitter, we went a little bit back and forth uh, on this. We reached out to him. Uh, We heard back. uh, This week, we've got a really special guest, Nikki Kamish from the Beer League Players Association, the commissioner himself. Uh, Nikki, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you inviting me on. Absolutely. We were absolutely pumped to uh, kind of touch base with you. Um, let's jump right into it. So give us a little background on the Beer League Players Association, the BLPA. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I can't. Uh, at first, I mean, what kind of show is this? Like, uh, like, do I need to be like prim and proper or can nope. I be like beer, no. beer league? Okay. It's Perfect. beer league. I mean, all oh, of us are drinking just like beer. We're drinking beer right now. Yeah, all of us have beer. <laughs> hey, I, I just, you know, you have to ask. You, you got to get consent first before you just, you know, roll up into it. So hey, uh, let's talk about so, consent. No, <laughs> so, no, uh, the Beer League Players Association, basically, like, it's an extension of the locker room. It's the parking lot. It's It's where you can extend your 
your your your uh, adult time, I guess, uh, as one could say. Like that's the best thing about hockey or any sport is just the uh, the the part in between uh, playing the sport and then having to go home to your your adult life. And so we're just trying to extend that, and that's how the the BLPA started. And now it's kind of grown into well, it's grown definitely. We never thought it was going to be twenty thousand people strong. Uh, but you know, now it's just kind of a, a, a place for like-minded individuals to get together, support each other, make the world a better place through just their love of sports and, and beer. And, and we drink a lot of beer. Okay. Then I have to go ahead and just dive right into a serious question. What's the beer of choice? That's, you know, I, I don't have one per se. Uh, I, I'm under the, um, the, uh, illusion that real men drink fruity beer. So if you put raspberry in a beer, I'm probably going to fucking drink it. That's um, and so, yeah, you know, so I, I travel so much uh, with hockey and stuff that like there's no like I'm, I'm, I don't want to just go drink Coors Light wherever I am or or Bush Latte. Uh, so I try to find <laughs> something different everywhere I go. So so you said you travel a lot, around a lot for it. What's that? Has that kind of turned into your career now? Like, is this 100 percent gig? Yeah, full send. All right, brother. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. So how, uh, I mean, how long was that transition then? Well, you know what? I uh, I mean, you guys are in Texas, so we're rivals. I'm an Oklahoman. Uh, so I started playing hockey when I was an adult there because I met my wife. She's from Canada. My first trip up to uh, visit her family, they got me hockey gear and said, you're going to play hockey. And I was like, I'm not interested. I'm baseball, football, you know, like a good, good guy from the South, right? <laughs> um, and so, uh, but then I fell in love with the sport and I started playing in Oklahoma, got into uh, playing hockey leagues there. Then I started my own team, started my own tournament, started my own league. And then my wife got tired of tornadoes and said, I want to move back home to Calgary. And I was like, okay, let's do that. I was an oil and gas guy and I couldn't work when I moved up here and just got hooked up with guys that ran an adult league up here. And it just kind of spawned off from there. And uh, we, we parted ways and I just said, well, I'm not going to stop doing what I love. And so I just kind of kept it up. And uh, our first event was the weekend before the, everything shut down for COVID. So great time to start a business. Uh, but luckily, we, with my business partner, we, we had a lot of ideas and, and we pushed through. And now it's the, I mean, the, the engine's just churning. Um, I wanted to follow up. You mentioned that your business was, I mean, impacted by COVID just like everybody else. How did you guys handle that? What was your plan and how did you work through that together? Well, I mean, luckily, I mean, we're creative. I guess that, that was what we had to do. But luckily, like I, like I'm an American, so I could get across the border even when they were closed. And so basically like in addition, in addition to being American, I'm diabetic. So I was like, I don't want to deal with hotels and and airplanes and all that stuff. So I started talking with my business partner, Randy. I was like, how are we going to do this? You know, what are we going to do? Do we just cancel all these tournaments? And then the rink said, we're not giving refunds. So we're like, well, I guess we're not canceling all the tournaments. And so what we did is we just uh, were like, all right, well, I'll just get an RV and I'll leave, you know, Calgary and, you know, the first of July and I'll drive around and do all the tournaments. And so that, that's what we did. And so for, from July until the end of October, I was uh, on the road away from the fam, but we got uh, eight or eight or nine tournaments in. And I mean, it, I think it really, it, it's funny because I, everyone says COVID was bad. And I'm like, yeah, COVID sucks. I get it. But for us, it, it helped because like that was just something different. And we were giving people an opportunity to play when they, technically weren't. I mean, we had a lot of restrictions and we had to be, you know, very careful and keep people spread out. And, you know, our, our product kind of evolved uh, from what it normally would be. And, but it was, I mean, it was great. It was fun. I mean, other than being away from my wife and kid for four and a half months, it, it was great. 
that's kind of i mean that's uh, that's i mean first off congrats like for one taking the leap and then just saying you know fuck it we're gonna keep rolling with it like we're not gonna let anything stop us you okay so you were you mentioned you know growing up in oklahoma baseball mm-hmm. football the obviously those are the kings in the south yeah. you go up to canada you evolve into this hockey player and hockey fan how how was that transition from being like a baseball and football fan? Obviously, most of the people that listen to this podcast are more on the south side of the U.S. And again, like I was just saying, those are king. How how would you describe the fan bases? I guess I would say the differences between maybe like a baseball, football, and then like a hockey fan base. Maybe not even just with a team, but overall. Yeah, I mean that, that's a great question. I mean it's it, it's so it's so different, it, and sport wise, it's different, right? Because it, like mm-hmm. you think about college football. Like I'm in Oklahoma, so uh, for a long time, our pro sport was the University of Oklahoma Sooners, best team in the Big Twelve, by the way. Um, they, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, it's it's a whole like it's a whole day when you go Undisputed. to their games, like the pageantry. Yeah, <laughs> but but it's the pageantry. It's 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 a it's a different game. It's a different atmosphere. And then when you come up to hockey fans, like those guys are are rabid fans for their team but in a way different way. Right. And so for, for me, like coming from Oklahoma to obviously Canada, there was definitely sport wise, like I, I thought I was pretty good at baseball. Like it paid for, you know, my school. Um, I'm not good at hockey. And so, you know, a, a lot of my friends from Oklahoma were like, Oh, we can't, we can't ever play with you up there. Cause it's all Canadians. And I always tell them, well, you're right. There's a lot of really good hockey players in Canada cause they've done it their whole life. But there's also a lot of beginners that couldn't afford to play the game when they were young because hockey is expensive. Just like in Texas and Oklahoma, mm-hmm. when I started, you know, I, I, I was finding people on like Xbox that were playing NHL or Craigslist and saying, do you just want to, do you want to, you ever thought about playing? And they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll play. And then it was, we can either afford the gear or we can afford the league fee. And luckily a bunch of Canadian friends stepped in and sent down a bunch of gear so we could get started. And so, you know, I think that's, that, that the main difference is it's just, you know, they, they get to play it out, you know, outside in the winter and back home. We, we go to the to the park and play, you know, football and, and baseball, right? Right. Yeah, no, I it's something that I, I try to – I don't know who I talked to about this, and this might have been one of our past guests, and I'm just having a brain fart. But it was uh, talking to someone who said that they've met some of the best hockey players on the pond. And when they say, like, dude, you're amazing. Like, what league did you play in? They're like, we don't play in a league. We just play pond hockey. Like, we just play shimmy. That's it. That's all we do. And it's kind of crazy to think about because down here, like, it's so funny to tell people how about what a drop in is or a stick and puck. And I'm like, okay, you know, when you go to a basketball court with basketball shoes on and a basketball and there are other people playing basketball, (laughs) it's like that, but with hockey Um, and you have to pay for it. So, (laughs) but uh, no, I mean, it's, it's just insane because I think the fan bases are so different, but jumping back into it, obviously you guys have a, a big event coming up, the beer league players association fest in Austin. Tell us a little bit more about that because it's not just hockey anymore with you guys. Yeah, well, we're, tr- we're definitely trying to push through the uh, beer league is just hockey because, like I said, I grew up playing so many sports. Like I, I love every sport. Uh, you know, most of them I'm not that good at, but I still, you know, I still like to compete and get out there and, and try to do new things. And so we're trying to find ways to push push kind of the limits of, of what people think beer league is. And obviously softball, like I played competitive softball, but, you know, I, w- I wanted to do a, an event that that not only, you know, included included hockey but lacrosse soccer and and this is the hard part like the hockey stuff is hand like we're going to have enough hockey teams that's no big deal but we're, mm-hmm. we're definitely finding some pushback um 
you know, finding lacrosse and soccer because that's not, you know, typically our fan base. So we're having to try to build that that kind of base in the BLPA. But, you know, the whole idea was it doesn't matter what sport you play, as long as you can, you know, drink a beer before or after that sport, we want to we want to be involved in it. And then we want to we want to surround those sports by things like a music festival. And so last year when we were doing our draft experience, which is uh, what, what really people are, are knowing us for is our draft experience tournaments. Um, we went down to Austin to the, to the new facility called the crossover and they have like two, two sheets of ice. They have an indoor uh, lacrosse field, I guess a box, I guess is what they call it. They have an outdoor soccer field and then they were building an outdoor stage because you know, what do you do in Austin? You play music. And so I was like, I have this idea. Are you guys down with it? And they were like, yeah, let's make it happen. And so we're, we're trying to make it happen. So is this, is this the first run? Is this the inaugural fest of, coming up? Of, of the fest, yeah. It's, the, it's kind of our proof of concept. And like I said, I mean, we already have, like just today, we had another six hockey teams sign up. So we'll, we'll get between 20 and 30 hockey teams. And uh, we, we've had some interest from soccer and lacrosse, but none of them have jumped on. And if the first one just has to be hockey and music, well, we're going to drink beer and play hockey and listen to music. I was going to say those things kind of go together quite well. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you mentioned the draft experience. Uh, can you tell us a little more about that and how that came about? Uh, well, do you like to drink beer? Of course. Because that's how it came about. No, <laughs> you, you know, no, as, as an adult, I mean, you guys play beer league hockey, so you know it's hard to get a whole team to do really anything and, and agree to it and pay for it. So, you know, we wanted to have an experience where all that stuff didn't matter. And also you couple it with, I didn't, I didn't play hockey growing up, so I didn't get to play with high-level players. And you know, it's, it's good playing with lower level players and beginners, but it's also good to kind of challenge yourself against players that are better. And so we're like, how can we, how can we make that happen in a weekend and then make the weekend, you know, something that, that people really want to come to. And so, I mean, it's, it's kind of grown into a cult now, I guess, like basically you sign up as an individual and then you rate yourself. And if your buddies are coming, you rate them, they rate you. And then we make draft rounds and every round is a player of similar skill level. So like all the ringers, the best players might be in round number 11. All the beginners might be in three or, or whatever. And then we make teams by beer chugging contest. And every team has a ringer. <laughs> every team has a beginner. Every team has a mix of every, in, in between. And then we just play five games over the next two days. And it's just, it's just, it's more about the camaraderie. No one really cares about winning. I mean, we do care about winning, but everyone makes a, a championship game. It's more about just sharing your love of the game and being a human being with other human beings that want to share their love of the game and drink beer. So what, uh, what is the name if there is one for the, the cup, the, the trophy, the championship? Well, for, for like the draft experience, we don't really, I mean, we don't, we don't really have a championship. Like everyone, like we take pictures with a banner and then we have a, a medal, but mm-hmm. then for our, our team tournaments, the BLPA bashes, and I guess the BLPA fest, we have like a huge, like an actual huge championship belt that looks like WW, like the thing yeah. weighs, like, it weighs like 40 pounds. Like it's ridiculous. And, uh, and then for all the, that's our traveling trophy. And then the, the winners of each division, they get these, you've seen them like in college football, they have those big, like the deep, when the defense gets a turnover, they have those huge chains with a huge logo. So we made those, I'm like, let's do something different. And so we got one of those for the division winners and teams are just eating it up. Like they're like, we need that big old chain. We need it. Yeah. It's a pic, it's a photo op. You got to put it on your, all your social media. Uh, so, okay. Let me ask you this, you know, now that. I, th- this is, I don't want to say this kind of like in a joking manner, but now that COVID is essentially on the, on the slope downward in the U S um, have you guys looked elsewhere outside of Austin or is this like, this is the, this is the one big bash. And then we're just going to kind of go from there. 
No, I, I mean, it's a proof of concept. I mean, obviously, we'd like everyone to come to Austin, but we also know that travel is a hindrance for some people, just cost, time mm-hmm. away. And so if we can get it up and going, I think it's something we could do in, in multiple places. I mean, the same with our draft experiences, like those don't stay still. Like we we sold out Iceland in like three days. So we're going to Iceland to play in oh, wow. uh, January. And, and I've, I've hosted Shit. in Tokyo, Japan. I've hosted in Salzburg, Austria. So we'll go there. Uh, just today, we uh, were this close to booking ice in New York City for like a Christmas time draft experience. Oh so my gosh. I, I basically want to go play Hell sports yeah. anywhere you can go play sports, right? So yeah, okay. I, I before we jump any further, because Tokyo is like number one on my my travel destination bucket list. What was that like? I mean, obviously, you don't really. It's kind of like with Texas, you don't really put hockey in Tokyo hand in hand. So. What was that like going over there? Yeah, you know, I mean, for me, it was a bucket list thing that I didn't even know was my bucket list uh, before. Uh, weird story. Before I started playing hockey, I was living in Oklahoma and I had to have an emergency appendectomy and they gave me Demerol or whatever to, to make me funky so I didn't feel the pain. And my wife said I was in the hospital and I told her, hey, I'm going to go play hockey in Japan. And she's like, you don't even play hockey. And so when I woke up, she's like, do you do you want to go to Japan? I'm like, I don't know, maybe. And she's like, well, this is what you told me. And so from that point on, it was like, okay, well, I guess I have to, if I'm going to start playing hockey, I got to go to Japan. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was insane. It, oddly enough, you think Japan doesn't do hockey, but the first day I was there, I was walking around the uh, red light district in Shinjuku and I saw a kid uh, carrying a, a, a hockey backpack and a stick. And we, we, we couldn't converse cause he, he didn't know English and I don't know Japanese, but we, we kind of bonded over the stick and I showed him pictures of what we're doing and we thumbs up and, you know, it turned out he said he's, he, d- he could say, uh, practice rink. Uh, those two, two English words he knew. So, uh, that was crazy to see that like right in the middle of, uh, you know, uh, that, that area. But I mean, Japan was wild. I mean, it, it's, it's so different. It's the cleanest place I've ever been. Like there's so many people, but it's, it's not dirty. I didn't feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. Um, even though there was a language barrier, everyone was pretty cool. Uh, the trains were, awesome you can go anywhere in in tokyo on a train but the deal is if if it says the train's going to leave at at 1 p.m it's leaving at 1 p.m it's not late it's not early it's right there you get on you leave not a second after nope and the and the food the food is incredible have you seen the movie mr baseball yes and you know how they see them in the games and they're the sticks and they're eating ramen noodles i had to go to a ball game just to see if that was true and it is true that's so cool they're never quiet like in the seventh inning stretch, they look like condoms, but they blew them up and they were big. And then they then they let them they let them go at the same time, like the whole stadium. So it was it was it was insane. Like I I want to go back. I'm going to do another one in Japan. I think I'll probably go to the other side, like Osaka. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it was rad. It it was an experience, and uh, I, that that's the what kind of drives me is giving those experiences to other beer leaguers because you don't think that hey I want to go play beer league hockey in Japan until you can actually go play beer league hockey in Japan. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, speaking of, of beer league hockey, because that's pretty much the topic of discussion right now, uh, Jason's had some pretty cool experiences with uh, a particular brand that we've been talking to here recently. Um, Jason, I'm going to kick that over to you because, I, you know, I just want you to share your experiences with these guys and uh, tell us a little bit more about the uh, the Conway and Banks people. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, you're talking about traveling all over. You get those uh, nasty rink floors, and I'm sure you're looking to replace your moldy old hockey bag with a broken zipper on it. Go check out ConwayandBanks.com. They make premium quality bags that are built to last. They include removable organizers to keep your gear organized. Keeps everything dry with those waterproof materials and giant vents on the side. 
my personal favorite feature is the built-in foot mat that keeps my feet dry in those wet, damp locker rooms. They come in uh, three different sizes and colors, so you'll be sure to find the one that you love. Go and get 10% off using code WHATAHOCKEY and get your gear to the rink and style. Yeah, speaking of, one of those colors is red, which uh, the Out Americans right. are red. So, Mike, you know, hey, if you're listening to this, uh, absolutely, Mike. Your code, talk, we'll we'll talk yeah. to we'll we'll talk to our people. You talk to your people. <laughs> yeah. Um, See if Conway and Banks can be the official bag sponsor of the Americans. Yeah, I can attest those bags are rad too. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're great bags. Like they're, hu- they're huge. They're huge inside. Uh, my buddy just got one. I've, I've been I've been working with like some Pacific Ring bags, but my buddy just got one a Conway and Banks bag and he was carrying around and I'm jealous. And I'm like, I, I need one of them bags. And, uh, it's, it's just big. It, the, the only thing that, that I would say add is to add, uh, like backpack straps, Ooh, yeah. not necessarily like, that's what I like about the, the bag I have now is like they're hidden. So they go in a zippered bag, but then when I'm traveling around, I can just take those backpack straps out and put the hockey bag on my, as a backpack and just mm-hmm. walk around. But the Conway and Banks bags, like, they're huge, nice. durable, and those dividers are insane. They keep everything nice and, and organized in there. I know. For my OCD personality, that's exactly what I need. Right now, I'm rocking an old-school Bauer that's just literally falling apart in the inside, and it just – it's about time. It's it's, uh, it's a culmination of many things. The Conway and Banks might be the one to go with. But yeah, we can use code, use code yeah. I got, hockey, I got one. There you go. Did you get one? Oh, no. We're I, gonna get... I was... <laughs> Come on, guys. For the hockey gear that I don't have <laughs> – no, hey, I haven't got you need, one. <laughs> you need one. You need one. The, the, first, the most important thing is the bag. So, uh, Nick, to, to kind of let you know, Jason and I both play beer hockey. I'm more of just a drop-in kind of guy. I just like being around the, the atmosphere. We're we're working uh, violently to a point to get Patrick on the ice uh, as soon as possible. So we all started in the later part of our 20s and into our early 30s. So oh, no, Patrick started... is primed and ready. Yeah, welcome home, bud. So you got, you got any size? Same. You got any size eight and a half skates you want to throw my way? I'll send you my address. <laughs> yeah, this this is a public call out. Hey, uh, yeah, anybody I, has I, a pair. I think we can make. This I, have, I, have, I think I have a pair of graph skates in my in my garage right oh, now that I'm not like, using. Oh. That are they might. I can't remember if they're eight or eight and a half, but I'll go check it out. The are you graph. sure you're eight and a half? What what size of shoe do you wear? Oh. No, I think that's what, what we determined. Right? Yeah, it was. You were a ten. I wear a ten. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. same same as me. Okay, cool. I'll, I, if I will go, and if I if I have them out there, I will literally send you a pair just to get you on on the ice. That's what we oh, love to hear. Yes. Just bringing people together that? on and off the ice. How about that? And oh, you, and and, and my hey, fe- now that my I'm fellow about it, uh, Oklahoman coming through. Yeah, yeah and, true. And, the... and, and now that I'm thinking about, it, I actually have a pair of pro stock skates that I know are eight and a halfs that I'll, I'm just going to send you. So I, I actually know I have those. I don't know if the grass are out there, but I know the Bauer MDXs are. So love that. We go. got snaps from Jason. Patrick's yes. eyes got super big. <laughs> We're all smiling. This is what we love to hear. We, we former uh, Oklahoma City Metro residents have to stick together. I'm a I'm a OU so, grad. Oh, I do, nice. I do have a uh, a follow up question from earlier. I guess about making the transition from Oklahoma to Calgary. Uh, so how did you take the transition from going from college football to the CFL? Like, did you become a Stampede fan? This is a football I don't, podcast. I don't, I don't understand why they move so much in the CFL. Like, they're just <laughs> running around. Like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I, you know, I, I watched some, like, whenever, like, I first moved up here, the the Stampeders won the, the Grey Cup, which is their uh, Super Bowl, and it was cool. But I, I definitely only watch NFL and college football, and I love it when the Sooners are good because they show them on Fox up here, but then when they lose um, it, then they just stop showing them. So I have to watch, you know, Michigan or 
I think uh, they're a big Washington, University of Washington. They show a lot up here. Uh, okay. So not re- not real football. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So uh, yeah, it, it is, it's a tough transition. Uh, when I moved up here, though, crazy enough, uh, because it's an oil and gas city, a lot of people went to school in Oklahoma for their petroleum engineering program. Mm-hmm. And so when I first moved up here, I came across yep. a, a crew called the uh, the Oklahoma Sooner Club of Canada. And like they host watch parties and, and all this stuff. So it was pretty rad to, to be a part of that. So there you go. Yeah, it's pretty insane to, to, to know how, how much, like you were saying over even in Japan uh, with that kid with the stick, just how much like these certain sports can bring pe- mm-hmm. people together, you know, specifically hockey. I, I think we were kind of touching base a little bit earlier about fan bases and whatnot and just how, how unique hockey is because like, like we just found out, it's just more, it's more than the team that you support. It's mm-hmm. about the sport. And I think what you guys are doing is fantastic. I think it's really interesting. And I love the fact that people are caught on to it. As far as the music goes, because this is something we haven't really talked about on the podcast too much. We're, we're pretty big music fans as far as punk rock goes. I think we're all pretty much solid on the Blink-182 side of things. So yeah, right. what's uh that. what? Yeah, you could say that. I think too, uh, at least Patrick's got tat- a Blink-182 tattoo. Jason, do you have a Blink-182 tattoo yet? Not yet. It's coming. Oh, shame. shame. I don't have one either. I have a Kermit tattoo, but we'll get to that later. Working on uh, designing one, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that being said, what what uh, what music do you guys have lined up for Austin? And this is something I'm going to steal from my buddy Ked over at the Morning Skate. Say you've got the perfect BLPA uh, fest coming up. And not to take anything away from what music you guys have, what are the three music artists, alive or dead, that you would have that would be your all-time top three at the festival? Uh, Elvis Presley, Kurt Cobain, and Jimi Hendrix. Beautiful. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Just yes. knock it out. Yeah. Damn. So, for, uh, you know, for me, like, my music is so eclectic. Like, when I grew up, like, I was a huge Elvis fan because my grandmother was. So, like, I was, like, diehard Elvis, even though, like, he, he died, like, six years before I was even born. Um, but then my gram- grandmother also told me that Tupac was the last great American poet, right? So I was kind of brought up in this this thing of like, it doesn't matter what, let's say if it moves you, it moves you. And so I, like, I just like what I like. And so I, I would have Elvis music, I'd have, you know, hip hop. And, and that's what I want. Like I, when I say I want a music festival, like I want all genres to kind of be represented because, you know, beer league is, is so different, but it's also the same, right? And by, by saying that, I mean, like, we all love things uh, and we can all learn stuff from from what other people love. Uh, for right now, uh, for Austin, it's, it's a bunch of local bands. So a lot of it's kind of trending towards uh, like the rockabilly style uh, in terms of that. I've, I've definitely been trying to find some more, uh, you know, modern. Obviously, it's, it's Austin. So country music is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I definitely would like to get into some punk and and that kind of stuff. It's just whatever is available locally for now because it is a proof of concept so the budget there isn't there to pay you know thousands of dollars uh, for each band yeah totally i mean it's you know like i said we were saying it's just it's it's inspiring to see like a grassroots thing and then kind of getting through all of the pandemic uh let's let's dive into some some hockey talk i mean that's that's and that sounds way too much like honky talk uh <laughs> and i and i, I for, forgive me for that but obviously stanley cup finals are going on uh your boys uh you're a calgary flames fan yeah, that's. I don't really like to talk about hockey that's right okay. now. That's okay. That's <laughs> okay. We're Stars fans. I mean, we're right in the same boat with you. Uh, yep. We're on the golf course right there alongside, you know, Johnny Hockey and, and all the likes. Um, I'm actually a big – I love uh, Matthew Kachuk uh, in our fantasy league. I had both the Kachuk, Kachuk boys. Uh, yeah, Kachuk if you buck. Uh, sixth place <laughs> overall, no big deal. Um, 
tell us a little bit more about the the hockey fandom with the Flames and and just how you uh you know how how are you feeling about the Stanley Cups if you're if you're watching the Stanley Cup Finals at all right now? Yeah, no, uh, of course. Like I love hockey, so I'm definitely watching. I mean, how I became a Flames fan is easy. It's the same way I fell in love with hockey, and that's Jerome McGinley, who used to be a oh, Dallas Star. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know, when I first came here, I I went to a Battle of Alberta, my first ever NHL game um, on New Year's Eve, and it had a blast, and just happened to go watch their practice. And within the next few days, and I met Iggy. And he made oh, fun wow. of my accent. He, he obviously back then I was living in Oklahoma. So my accent was way more uh, thick. And so um, he made fun of it. The next year I went back and he rem- he's like, hey, you're that guy from Oklahoma. And so I just kind of fell in love with the sport because at that point we had the uh, is when Katrina had hit and we had the Pelicans from New Orleans in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. And those guys, they didn't they didn't want anything to do with you. And here I am like, wow, the captain of an NHL team is like taking his time. And so that kind of cemented my my love of the game and sport. And um, so, yeah, but in terms of NHL this year, I mean, I got so hard, like the Avalanche just have so many, so many good players. They're so mm-hmm. fast. They're so quick. The game is really fun to watch. And then I struggle with, OK, well, Vegas, it, it kind of sucks because Vegas got good really fast. They haven't had to feel the heartbreak that. I have had to fill as a fan, uh, but I love growing the game. Like we're from the South. So anytime you get hockey to grow in, in a non-traditional market is, is killer. Uh, on the other side, I mean, who can, who can uh, argue with the blue Blanc Rouge, right? Like the, that's a, it's a, a team that probably shouldn't even have been there to be honest with you mm-hmm. and wouldn't have been probably if it was traditional uh, season, but now they're here making waves. So I, I want to see them. Yeah. I want to see them make some noise. I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, I, I love watching Carey Price and his demeanor in the net. He just doesn't he doesn't waver ever. Um, seeing him in those pressure high pressure games. Speaking of Aginla, I'm uh, he's my favorite player uh, for for a multitude of reasons. Um, but yeah, I have his his. Uh, we we're talking about these bad boys. He's Todd McFarland toys. He always sits mm. on the desk right next to nice. me. But uh, my my holy grail is the Jerome Aginla Blasty. Um, I I want one of those jerseys so bad. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, speaking up. I'm watching the Avalanche right now. They're up one zero on uh, the Golden Knights, and it's funny you brought that up because I'm with you. Uh, they haven't. They've been good since they got in the league. Mm-hmm. Vegas has had zero sadness. They've just like always You're been there. They've had stellar there. goaltending. It's super frustrating. Well, but- money money talks. Money talks, and you know when you give what five hundred million bucks to buy into the league, like it, it was it was it behooved the NHL to ha- have a good team. And what's crazy about those guys? I remember when that first happened. Uh, we did a tournament there, and you know I just got to talking to guys like, oh yeah, I've never liked hockey, but now that the Knights are they're coming in, like I'm going to be a huge fan. And then to see for me to see that progression every year when I go back for hockey tournaments, it's it's outstanding. Like they're filling the rink to watch practice. It's, mm-hmm. it's absolutely insane. And that's what you, that's what you need for the game to grow. And I love it. And so now you have Seattle coming in. So I don't think Seattle is going to be as good. I think a lot of GMs kind of learned a, a couple lessons about paying a, a premium to protect certain players. And so I, I, I'm going to say they're probably not going to have a goalie like Marc-Andre Fleury to, to come and kind of uh, solidify the defense right from the get go. So I think it'll be interesting to see, uh, See, see what happens with Seattle. I, I don't think they're going to be as good, but I, I, they will be competitive. I think. Yeah, I think the I think it's going to be a really interesting dynamic to watch them come into the league. I think it's gonna it's gonna be telling to see kind of what the league is going to be like for the next fifty years with how uh, the Kraken do. And, and speaking of uh, Montreal Canadiens, like I said, Carey Price and Net, I, I really hope they succeed. I, I 
It's going to be kind of weird to see Corey Perry. Obviously, down mm-hmm. here as Stars fans, we saw him last year uh, take not take single handedly uh, the Stars to the Stanley Cup Finals, but he was a pretty significant piece of that team. So it's kind of ironic that you know he switches over to the Canadians and look at him now; they're one step away from being in the Stanley Cup Finals themselves. So yeah, and basically, fuck that guy. Yeah, that's just pretty much gen- just in general, right? I mean, you <laughs> know, it's that guy though. He's that asshole that you yeah. know you hate him, but then he's when he's on your team, he's like, oh, he's yep. he's not that bad. Yeah, Marshawn Kachuk, same, exactly. same, thing. same thing. I do, I do love Marshawn. That goal that he scored uh, against the Islanders, not this, <laughs> not not the game coming up, but the, this previous game, man. That was filthy, it, man. God, he's sick, and he just looks disgusting. And it's, you know, it sucks because he's he's so good, and he still yeah. he still has that edge that obviously the people that you're playing against hate. And it's just it, it at some point it's, it's just not fair, right? Like you just have how are you that good and that big of an asshole at the same time, but. What can you do? Like I said, I, and I also want to say, like, because I do have a lot, there's a lot of Bruins fans in the BLPA. So uh, when I said I want to see uh, the Blue Blanc Rouge make some noise, uh, nothing <laughs> nothing uh, negative about the Bruins. I like the Bruins too. Iggy played there as well. Iggy loves Boston. Boston's yep. my favorite city in the U.S. So let's not, I don't want to get any hate messages here uh, <laughs> that I was talking shit about Boston. I love Boston. Well, okay, so uh, obviously, you know, we're, we're super excited about the BLPA Fest coming up. What what can you tell people that are kind of on the fence to kind of push them over that'll make them want to go, whether it be for soccer, uh, you know, lacrosse, hockey, what what have you? Well, I think yeah, that's a hard question, I guess, <laughs> if, I, I, without knowing why they're on the fence. I mean, it, it, listen, if you love sports, if you love drinking beer, if you if you love just, you know, being a great human being, you should come like it. Why wouldn't you come? Because that's what we're promoting. We're promoting being a great human being, like-minded individuals, being great human beings with you, drinking beer, listening to music, and playing sports. I don't know why anyone would say no to that. That's fair. No, I'm with you on that. And basically, like, listen, like, if you close your eyes and you think about when the best time of your life is, I'm going to have to say it's probably going to be, you know, college. When you were an adult, you could do cool things, but you were still kind of uh, expected to do dumb shit. That's what the BLPA is. Like you, you're an adult, so you get to do cool things and we're going to do dumb shit. So come do it with us. <laughs> I want that to be the BL, a new t-shirt. A BOPA. Tagline. We, we are dumb shit. Yeah. Come, <laughs> no, BLPA, come do dumb shit. Like it's, <laughs> That's awesome. No, I, uh, so we always, no matter who we have on the show, we do have a couple of, of hard hitting questions okay. uh, that we have to throw at you. And uh, boys, if you know any of these questions, obviously we've been asking them for a while now. Uh, I'll start it off with the uh, the big one, um, or actually not not the big one, but one of them. Obviously, you came from Oklahoma, uh, and that being said, this doesn't really pertain to you from being from Oklahoma. They're making a movie about the BLPA, and they get to casting you. Who is the Hollywood actor that plays oh. you in the BLPA movie? Boy, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not. Uh hip to all the young uh handsome actors but it would be one of the handsome ones for sure that's fair uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh i don't know like uh, that that's a that's a great question i mean you want to say like tom cruise does his own stunts so maybe he could do some of my stunts like uh that time i scored a goal and pulled a cheeseburger out of my pocket and ate it as a celebration that sounds like a tom cruise thing to do right yeah yeah let's go with tom cruise uh, for the for the folks or that the are rock. listening <laughs> the rock maybe. yeah I, the, I was gonna say for the folks that are listening you're you're basically like a, a perfect mix of the rock and tom cruise yeah thank you're you the, the rock cruise uh perfect <laughs> <laughs> yeah what about what about you guys what do you want to throw at him i, I mean obviously there's one big question but we always kind of save it for the end we are called water hockey so i'll go ahead and make that a hint for the question mm-hmm. but 
Um, if you guys have any questions you want to throw his way, uh, it's the pepper time. Go ahead, Patrick. I got one. Favorite. <clears throat> oh man, favorite campus corner bar. Ooh, it, it has to be O'Connell's, ever... right? Like that's the thing. It's it's got to be O'Connell's, right? Okay. Patrick is shaking. Patrick is shaking his head in, in agreement. Is there yeah. another one? Is there another campus that's like? No, I, no, having, I agree with that. Having not been been there, uh, I just assume it's Chili's. It's <laughs> it's not Chili's on campus corner. No. Applebee's, Applebee's, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> well, everybody knows Applebee's. I did. I did my. Uh, I think I did my first shot as a legal adult at O'Connell's. Somebody bought me a cement mixer, which oh, I don't. That's... Don't do those ever. It's one of the most disgusting things. And don't give those to your friends because that's yeah. not a French shot. Maybe, yeah, that was yeah, yeah that wasn't your friend. What, what what year were you there? Like when were you in, in Norman? Uh, twenty twelve to twenty sixteen. Okay, yeah. So they had the Freebird there, yeah, um, and Othello's, and uh, is there, then the Hideaway Pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, miss me some Hideaway Pizza, man. Yeah, <clears throat> I didn't go to Hideaway as much. I always went to New York Pizza because they were open at four a.m. and mm, so like well, two forty five, fucked up at the bar will will stumble over there. I actually had a buddy almost get kicked out of New York pizza at 3 a.m., which I didn't think was possible. But he asked uh, for pineapple on pizza, probably. Because he was passed out at a table, and they did not <laughs> or take that. kindly to that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, it's a college campus. Like, what are they expecting? Right. He studied hard. Yeah. Went to the library. I'm sure that was a bar. That was a bar <laughs> in a college town. The, the library. library is a bar the library. in Norman, actually. See, yep. Well, I'm going to go ahead and hit you, uh, Nick, with the hard, the hard hitting question. It's probably been a while, Wait, but like you said, you on. did before oh, we, oh. before we do this one, because I feel like this is like second to last one. Okay. All right. right. That's the second. I have one more. Sorry. Hold on. We, we like to talk about jerseys here. Fink's a big Jersey guy. You could see by his, uh, wall yeah, there. Jerseys. Uh, what, Aside from the uh, Flames reverse retro jersey, which we all can agree was probably, I think at least can say that was probably like top three for you, right? I believe beautiful, it was. Beautiful yeah. jersey. Was there. Uh, what other one besides Calgary would be your top two, maybe? Like what other ones are your top uh, twos? The Ducks, because it's ridiculous. Of course. Okay, facts. Um, Agreed. Oh, let's see. What, what What is another one that, that I really like? Some, some, of them were, some of them were really, really boring. And tell us those. Like so Detroit tell Dallas? Us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, Detroit and Dallas, they, those were boring. Um, I mean, just, just, I mean, for me, like, I, I didn't want anything but a blasty jersey. Like, I, I didn't become a fan until like 2006, 2007 ish, and so Blasty had already made his his run, and mm-hmm. I always wanted him to come back. And so when they said they were going to do like some reverse retro, I'm like, if they don't do Blasty. I'm not going to be a fan of the Calgary Flames anymore, and I think they, I think they heard that, and that's why there's Blasty. Uh, so yeah, Blasty and the Ducks. Uh, that, I mean, those are the two that that really kind of stick out in my head of that, that I really liked. Anything Edmonton is trash. That's oh, um, okay, fair, fair. So um, yeah, I think I think those are the two, the two that really yeah. So and I, I'm, I'm a huge Jersey guy too. Like that's the a great thing about the draft experience is that every tournament has a different theme, and we provide jerseys uh, for the players. And uh, we do crazy, like crazy, crazy themes. Like, I don't know if you saw, uh, we did one in Austin, a draft experience last October, which we will be back in Austin in October for a draft experience as well. Uh, and we did like a Dr. Pepper jersey. Um, and we did like Big nice. Tex 
uh, I can't remember what the other, there was like, a, there's La Barbecue, which is in Austin, which is an incredible barbecue joint. And I can't remember what, uh, the fourth one was the Dextros. So it was a, a retro Astros jersey, but Dex for draft experience. And okay. then instead of the, instead of the star, we used uh, an Asterix because they're dirty, stinking they're, cheaters. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. That's what we love to hear. Houston, so, we can always do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Houston, you deserve a baseball team or a hockey team, but just as long as they don't cheat. Duh. Yeah. But yeah, so so yeah, I, I love I love jerseys. I'm I'm all I'm all all on jerseys. So if I if I have a cool one, I'll send it to you so you can you can hang a draft jersey there in the background. I'm all for it. Um, that being said, what and this is m- not uh, with the 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 beer league, but what is the? Oh, actually, this is kind of a silly question because I feel like I know the answer. What's the Grail jersey for you then? <sighs> Yeah, that's it. Well, if we're talking grill, like one that I would want to have that, uh, that's a, that's a good question. Like I have the blasty now okay. I have a hair, I have a heritage classic, uh, flames. So I, I think I'm pretty much, I think I'm pretty much set, but like, I love Dr. Pepper, right. I'm from the mm-hmm. South. Right. And just, uh, like just, uh, probably a month ago I, I was on like this live auction site and there was like a 1918, like Dr. Pepper hockey sweater, like one that I don't know where it came from and that one, but I didn't want to spend the 5,000 bucks that it was going to cost to get it. So that, that would be a real one to have. God. I'll I'll send you a picture. I'll send you a picture of it when, uh, when, uh, when we get off here, but it was incredible. Please do. Yeah. Uh, that kind of brings me, uh, do we want to go ahead and with the hard hitting question? Because I feel like he just kind of answered it. It's two parter. Uh, first part in and out, or Whataburger. Whataburger. Beautiful. We knew that. We, we felt that. <laughs> uh, number two, what is your go-to order? I know it's probably been a while since you've been to a Whataburger. No, yeah, no, it's been October, uh, but it's definitely a double Whataburger with cheese. I think it's number six. Uh, no tomato. I get the fries with the spicy ketchup, and I get a Dr. Pepper shake. I mean. Hell yes. That, I... I don't mean to insult anyone else on the show. I think uh, Selena Ray from the Dallas Stars, who sings her national anthem, and quite well, might I add, uh, the Canadian uh, anthem, even better with the French. Uh, she was number one for the Whataburger order answer. And I think we may have just, I think she might have it. just been dethroned. I did it. Because oh, wow. that that was, not only was it confident, it was quick. And the fact that you, you went out of the norm with the soda and hit it with the Dr. Pepper shake. It's when you said you were in love with Dr. Pepper. I was like, this guy's going to go with the Dr. Well, Pepper maybe, shake. Maybe, hold on. We could take it one step further really quick because I will say Selena also added uh, the kids' order. She, she does her order and her kids' order. Mm-hmm. Uh, does your wife have an order? Uh, my wife, just she, she just does a, she does a, just a regular cheeseburger with uh, mustard only and no onions. Okay. Okay. So. She's just a normal. And then my little guy, like he doesn't, he's four years old and he's, he doesn't, he just eats bread. (laughs) So he, he just have a bun, I guess. And that's fair. I mean, I do have a Whataburger question because I haven't been like, I've been there to order the food, but I saw they were serving breakfast. Is anyone a Whataburger breakfast fan? I haven't got a chance to have the breakfast yet. Jason is a Whataburger breakfast connoisseur. Uh, Number 20 with cheese, uh, with bacon, (laughs) obviously, uh, extra side of hash browns. Yeah, definitely. It's the uh, is, keto. Yeah. 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 Is, is there a, is there Brahms? Yeah. I, oh, I mean, absolutely. I know there is oh, yeah. like, mm-hmm. that's what I miss the most about Oklahoma is Brahms yes. and w- not really their, their food, like their breakfast sandwiches, like ham and cheese biscuit is absolutely asininely good. Their, their, uh, biscuits and gravy because here they don't serve white gravy in Canada. No. They just think it's disgusting. Um, but 
their banana split is just it's weird. next level boys it's yeah. so it's so good yeah and so every time i like i'm diabetic too so i like i'll be like you know what I, i'll pump more insulin and just go give me two of them i mean <laughs> <laughs> you gotta risk it. You gotta risk it for the biscuit, even though we're you talking did. about banana biscuit, splits. Gravy, man. You gotta do it. Oh, the B and G is so like, the, like people don't like. I'm like, oh, is there gravy up here? And like, yeah, brown gravy. I'm like, no, real gravy, like white with sausage in. They're like, no, disgusting. And I'm like, you, you're disgusting, oh, Canada. Are uh, you a big poutine guy now? <laughs> have you become a big poutine guy up there? You know what? Have you have you seen poutine before? Oh yes. Yeah, it looks right. horrible. It looks horrible. Yeah. Like but, you, it took me two years. To, to try it. Wow. And my wife's uncle like put it into my uh, two years coming at Christmas. So it wasn't like I just, just okay. but uh, they put it in front of my face and said, eat it. And I ate it. And I was like, I just missed two years worth of poutine. I'm so ashamed of myself. It, it, it's, it's incredible. And then you go to places where it's like, you can add like different meats. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a place called the big cheese puneria, uh, poutineria. And it's uh, the notorious PIG and it has like Italian sausage, bacon. Ooh. Oh, it's so, so good. Oh man. Yeah, I have so, to go check fantastic. that one out because next time I'm up in Alberta, <laughs> which may like the next two years, honestly, if I'm being completely <laughs> honest. If you come to Calgary and I'm here, bud, I'll take you to the Big Cheese Poutineery and we'll we'll get fat as fuck. On I love that. Big well, Cheese Poutineery. So, uh, and then uh, what's the other big thing? Uh, my personal big favorite up there is the uh, ketchup chips. Are you Have you come around on the ketchup chips? Uh, no, I don't like the ketchup chips. I love the all-dressed chips. And there's an all dressed in the states now, but it's not the same. No, like it's my dad's the like Ruffles version. It's, yeah, yeah. It's he's not, like, my, my dad's like, oh, I got all dressed chips. I'm like, dad, it's not the same, bud. It's just not the same. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I have a I have a plug up in Edmonton that'll that'll mail me uh, ketchup chips every now and then. The like, oh, uh, do you get the old Dutch ones? Is yes, that the ones of course. that you? Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah you're not, and you're weird. not sharing the wealth. Uh, I'm a little hurt. Uh, no, he actually did. He he did message me about. Two weeks ago, he's like, "Hey, okay. how you doing? I catch up chips. I've been out for like three months. Uh, well, <laughs> Back the truck up. Yeah, we're gonna need. Yeah, we're gonna need some ketchup and all dressed ASAP. Well, I mean, that's the you know here in Canada, like with the pandemic, there was a shortage of uh, Diet Dr Pepper. Like you just couldn't find it anywhere because they were using like whatever the bottling manufacturing or something. They said they were using part of it for PPE production. And so I'm like, okay, so cut out the trash ass Diet Coke. Like no one drinks that. You have Coke Zero. <laughs> and so that's that's the, that's the one thing that I, I hate about Canada is you just don't get the choice. Like, you know, my big drink was, because I'm diabetic, was Dr. Pepper 10. And I loved it. And they've taken it away and now they've got Dr. Pepper Zero, but they don't sell that stuff up here. So like last time I was in, uh, well, in October, I brought back 27 cases of <laughs> Uh, Dr. Pepper 10. Um, and then uh, when I came back, uh, I was here for, I don't know, five months. And so I finished her off. And uh, then I, now I'm Dr. Pepper Zero. Just keep bringing it back. Maybe we'll so, have to be your, your plug. We'll, we'll yeah. smuggle. It's we'll, just expensive. We'll... It's so expensive to ship soda, soda across yeah. the border, right? Yeah. You would really think is. out of everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but what are you going to do? Well, we've got uh, one last segment and then we usually call it a night. Uh, but uh, I'm sure if you've you've heard of any of the stars lore down here, you've heard of Daryl Razor Ray, um, ex Hartford Whalers goalie. Uh, he is our one of our commentary guys down here in Dallas. He has been for quite some time, and we have a little segment called Razorism of the Week, where we go back and listen to his most outlandish calls that he's made during NHL games, and for some reason still has a job. So Patrick, whenever you are ready, uh, go ahead and hit us with that Razorism of the Week. Let's do it. With about a minute and a half left. It didn't matter. Ryder pulling up. About halfway into this one. Left it along the boards. Ribeiro went behind Ribeiro with another call out. Now Steady's fires it. He scores! Oh my goodness, what an ending! The 
Wow. It is a disgusting way that we're going to Just a nasty, just a clap bomb. Yeah. OT winner. Wow. This goal is six shades of sexy. Oh. <laughs> Puck back in behind, around the house, <laughs> curl it in, pull his pants down, and spank it home. Oh. <laughs> Watch okay. the reaction from Mika Kiprasov. There's the manipulation up oh, top. Here I knew it was going to be a flame spot. Knew it. Kabang. Oh, it was a flame spot. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> He's incensed at his own teammate for just standing in the lane. And not getting it. Yeah, one Ribeiro, oh, he killed. He killed the flame. So I was even going to make the joke when you said when he said Ribeiro, I was going, is is this against the flames? And of course it was. Six I, shades of sexy. You got to pull down your pants and slap it home. Spank it home. Spank that, it home. I didn't man. even think. I didn't even think about the fact that it was the Calgary Flames. And and the moment that he said Kiprasov, I was like, oh no, he knows. He knows. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, man, I miss Kiprasov so much. He was such. Such a good goalie. I think he's. Uh, I think he lives on the desk as well. No, that's Roman Turek. No, that's Roman yeah, Turek no, and the Blasty. Uh, yeah, Kipper. Kipper lives in Calgary, and all he does is smoke cigarettes and go fishing. That's basically his life now. So I mean, that after you like play in the NHL for as long as he did, I think you uh, sounds like you your life, honestly. Right. Right. Well, to be fair, that's all he did uh, when he was in the NHL as well. He goaltended and smoked cigarettes and fish. <laughs> so it's, it's basically. I mean, that's fair. I mean, Ed Belfour basically did the same thing. Uh, what with Nyquil? Um, now, well, now he's making whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Eddie, if you're listening, we uh, ready to ready to work with you, pal. Um, well, that's about all we have uh, for this show. Um, uh, Nick, uh, where can we find you on Twitter? Where can we find you on social media? Where can we find uh, BOPA uh, on social media as well? Uh, you can find me on every personally social media platform, Nicker Jones. That's because I'm a Chipper Jones fan. And then the BOPA is just at the BLPA. And you can find us. We're pretty active. If you want to talk hockey, I'm, I'm always down to talk, talk about something. Beautiful. We love that. That's what we specialize in. Um, one last thing. We all have our specific sign-offs. So we're going to put you, uh, Johnny, on the spot here. Um, if you had the sign off, I mean, you said you do podcasting, so whatever yep. sign off you have, hit us with it and then we'll take it home. Yeah. And it's, so it's from the BLPA big show. So check out our podcast and the sign out is be good or be good at it. I love that. Patrick, take it away. Nice. Stay sassy. Just going to stay moist boys. I love that you always come in surprised. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> stay moist boys. Uh, with that being said, don't you ever for any reason whatsoever, forget your Kermit tattoos. Thanks, God guys. Damn it. Lady in. Yeah.